If you like what you hear, subscribe and follow us on Twitter at WTAE Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This is Worth the Admission Podcast. I am B. Frank. And I'm Travis. You know what? It feels weird that you're in the same room. It really, it, but it still feels feels weird. You know, oh yeah, like recording stuff like it just feels weird because it's like the delay that we have, we don't have anymore, and it's weird to see like instead of you holding a <laughs> hand sign to stop, there's no hand sign anymore. Like, now I can just slap you in the I face. Hear, no, uh, yeah, no, it, we made it happen though. Yeah, I, I was. It only took like what six months. Well, what do you think? Well, we started the podcast in December. Yeah, so, November, you know, December. And then we thought of, we talked about it in October, or we started. There was inner workings late part of October, early November, but mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to take that long. I you know I thought it was going to take longer. I thought, oh, if we, you know, maybe we can have an idea by the first of the year, and then start out after that. We'll be fine. And we were such novices too, because we like the the I, whole outline and oh, we, we we were way too on the line. You know, I mean, my like, craziness kind of well, both our crazinesses, but it was like it has to be like this, and now. <laughs> Those were the worst episodes. I mean, if you think about it, they were the worst episodes. Oh, God. I don't even want to hear our first I, episode. I, I don't. That well, whole Skype call editing. Skype call editing. Uh, no one having a microphone. It was just, it was all yeah. sorts of bad. But in a way, it feel. I mean, it feels better now. I mean, it feels better now that we're doing this. Like, it when, just feels, and you know, it feels natural because it's hard to create that magic or have that ability to start and stop with somebody when... You're so far away because it's hard sometimes. We have connection issues, as we've had in the past, yeah. where it takes three hours to do a you know forty-five minute <laughs> co- podcast. Because we're, I mean, there's the cut down time and there's you know the pre-show and everything else that goes along with it. But it's 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 tough, you know, it really is. But I, it's it's also hard to kind of have and maintain a level of energy throughout the entire throughout the entire thing. Well, and you you got to think too. The podcasting we do, whether people like it or don't like it or however many people listen to it all our nine people i know well i appreciate all those (laughs) nine people but it's still it's one of those where it's it's hard to we take we take big chunks like with game of thrones and with you know true detective and we take a lot of big swings you're like you know what we're just gonna follow a whole season and we're gonna like dissect it like crazy but it worked because i thought game of thrones was more interesting whether you liked it you didn't like it because i liked it um you know i didn't about the ending, I don't think everybody liked, but for the most part, but you know, it's a lot. I suppose of that's good compromise, in the words of Tyrion. It, but it is a good compromise. You know, I we were lucky with we were having this conversation on the way to get, get food today. <laughs> it was the same thing where I hated certain final seasons of shows, like that '70s show. I hated the the finale or the the final season, but I liked the finale. I love the finale. It's probably one of my favorite finales because they wrap it up in the '70s still. Which... And then you have How I Met Your Mother, which. The last two episodes don't exist, like Spider-Man Three. It just it didn't. I hated that. It just that <laughs> ruined it. That didn't. That wasn't a full circle moment. That was you could have done this halfway through or partway through in the first season and let us know and let us love that relationship instead of at the end going, ah, I'm okay with it not happening. Oh wait, it really did happen. I'll get out of here. <laughs> and that's what ruined it to me. But I, you, you loved How I Met Your Mother so much more than I did. I enjoyed it. But I, that ending, I won't watch it. I, I'll watch I, it if it's on TV, but I won't. I can't sit down and be like, I really love this show because that's the problem with a show like this. Actually, I'll get into that in a second. But a show like How I Met Your Mother, 
when it ended. Just like I, I mean, what else ended? Big Bang Theory. I, yeah. I didn't know anything about that. I haven't had a chance to watch the finale I yet because VDC. I only know one spoiler, but I won't say anything. I'm, you already probably already know what it is. I don't. I've, I've actually stayed Jeez. pretty far away. I I've know. heard. I've heard there. It's kind of a tearjerker, which I would kind of expect it. Yeah. This, but like, let's get back to Game of Thrones because currently we have it on, watching it together. <laughs> yeah. The the series finale. What this, did you think? What did you think of the? I guess oh, what did you think of the whole episode and how it. Okay, so transformed from the beginning of the season. Oh, I mean, take the first scene. Take the very, very first scene that you see with everybody walking into Winterfell. And it's kind of like that warm welcome of, hey, everybody's here. I mean, look at where we're at now. And that's just short, six short episodes. But I think people forget, you know, an hour, an hour, hour 20, hour 20, hour 15, hour 20. You like know, it, it did progress. It, it got a lot longer. Obviously, we saw the battle, you know, in the third episode, we saw the battle with the White Walkers. We had all that craziness happen. And we had the battle in the fifth episode, and then we had what really wasn't a battle. I I wasn't upset that Daenerys or the you know Dragon you know didn't hit Jon with fire, which I would have liked, like you said. Yeah, but I thought, I thought would have been cool. What this show does, and I th- people overlook this. I want to go back and watch now. I want to catch those references. Like there's one that I saw in the very very first scene, which I don't know if is I just read it as hearsay, but. You know when he when Ned Stark executes that man in the very very first scene, and he he says his you know like whoever the king. swings the yeah. hammer yeah I'm the king and then it shows Bran in that that same episode when he says don't look away right right before in that scene, it's just small things like that where that camera play in the ten minutes into that first episode may not have been the biggest thing but you look back it was such big foreshadowing further on and that may have just been a coincidence, but all the little things that happened in that final episode as me who did, wasn't able to catch up. It's. I really liked it that now. Okay, I know this happened in episode season three, episode three, or season four, episode eight, or you know, just these big, not the big moments like the red wedding. You know, it's yeah, nothing. The, along the really the, big memorable ones. Yeah, it's nothing along those lines. I'm talking like, oh, cool, this callback moment, or you know, actually, I'm sorry, I was wrong. It wasn't the first scene in the very first episode of Game of Thrones. That's where they walk in. That's the last one. But about ten minutes in is yeah. when that takes place. But it was one of the. It's in that first 10, 15 minutes of the show where. You're trying to figure out who these people are, and they're giving you answers right there for the finale. I think it worked in a TV sense. People didn't like it, but they gave you the heel turn. They gave you that holy shit moment in mm-hmm. episode five. I expected this to be more of a, a wrap-up. I just felt game this Game of Thrones felt more like a traditional TV show, as in how it wrapped up the character lines and kind of left some open and for, for interpretation. Or this was spinoffs. This wasn't nearly anywhere near as bad as uh, like a Sopranos because I know people didn't like just the blackout. I thought it was it did make sense because mm-hmm. from his point of view, yeah, like that's he's... all he would see. That's it, and so I thought that was kind of interesting. But for this, I... did I like where all the characters went? It's one of those like with Jon Snow's character. Yes, does he kill Daenerys? Yes, he's gonna take the Iron Throne. No, he gets punished and banished away, and mm-hmm. you know, and that. But at the same time, that's I, I kind of where he feels at home. Yeah, and it, it was fitting. And so it was one of those where, where in the moment you go, oh, I don't like that. Just like at the end of uh, True Detective, when you see him, you see Marshall Ali's character get to so close. Get her and then just forget. And that for me was a great. I like that season finale. I know that was it's not a series finale, but I like that because it was so close yet so far and it wrapped up the story. This, I just thought, was what AMC would have done. This is not what HBO would have done. I think where it was still good, but I think too many people are hypocritical. It was the same thing we got with Breaking Bad, 
with everybody jumped on that bandwagon, and I loved Breaking Bad from episode one. I absolutely loved it. I, I remember. Watched, I watched it on. I remember you telling me every week. I loved watching it every week, and but I enjoyed that. Versus where we're at now with like a Game of Thrones, where it's just so much more massive. I mean, on a global scale, it's yeah. a lot bigger than Breaking Bad. I think Bad. It, it broke its its own previous like three records at nineteen point yeah. three or nineteen point four million viewers, which oh, means. All of the people who were still pissed off and are like, I'm not going to watch Game of Thrones still ever again, it. still watched it. Didn't care. Or they got enough new people that it, it didn't really matter. And it, it was one of those where I could tell right away that this wasn't going to end how we thought it was. Mm-hmm. Like when Daenerys dies, I would have liked to see that at the hour mark. If I was going to build a show, I would have had that big mark and I would have had the fallout happen for that first hour. And then we quickly start wrapping up the stories that last 20 minutes. That's just how it should be, where that big moment, yes, it did play out through the rest of that episode, so it did have to play out quicker. But to me, I thought they just filled a lot for the first 10, 15 minutes with Tyrion walking around. And yes, it was a bummer that you saw, you know, it was very heavily emotional when he's pulling mm-hmm. off the rocks and stuff like that. You see, he sees Jamie's hand, and then he sees Cersei. I mean, that is a bummer. <laughs> and if, you move, if they would have just moved 10 feet to the side, apparently they would have been where okay. they were standing. Yeah. Originally, they would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> which, I, which is what I actually had originally thought when, because I did when I was watching it in the scene, it kind of makes that quick flashback to where they fall. And I was like, or when they're, when they're standing there, I was like, wait, they're still alive? Because I <laughs> thought it was, you know, we we only saw them just the fall. We never saw the actual actual die. Them. Yeah. And you never know when you see the metal hand. Is that just the hand? Because it can come off. Mm-hmm. Is that just sitting there? So overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the entire season, series as a whole. I think it's... I've always looked at it like this. With the fanfare and what we have, it was a show five years ago would have been on sci-fi. I, I truly believe that. Five years prior to it going on, I guarantee you it would have been a sci-fi show that would have lived two years and it would have been canceled. Maybe people would have liked it because it was an adaptation. But I don't think it was good enough at that time five years ago, years ago for Netflix. And they weren't expanding like they were. Their original like, content like was now. so very... This is like the four shows that we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, even back then it was, but it was all the massive shows. We didn't have these fifteen shows that I didn't know anything about that just happened to be up there with great actors in it. Mm-hmm. So, I enjoyed that. What did uh, you you hear my side? What is what did you think? Because to me, you were the one who were like, "Let's do this." And I was like, "Well, hmm. let's do this." You know, I, I I vaguely remember I've watched everything, but I haven't kept up with it the way that you have. So I know there's a lot of callbacks and things like that that, that are very interesting. Um, well, one thing that I saw online after watching it was a shot of the very first scene, like the first seconds and the last seconds of the show, and both are men going north of the wall. Yeah, which I thought was cool. That, that was pretty cool. Um, I think for what we got, I'm satisfied. Everything, even though... It's not necessarily John sitting on the throne, um, you know, Danny sitting on the throne. It still is satisfying in in a way. Like, it is bittersweet, like Martin said it would be, because, yes, everybody wanted Danny or John on the throne. and But they didn't want to give it to us either, though. That's, that's at the same at time. The end of the, at the end of the day, it's Game of Thrones. But that's what I love, though, is the fact that we all thought John or Daenerys. We thought, okay, these two are going to clash their heads. And it's great that I, I love that Bran the Broken got it. But yeah, it, it makes complete time, sense. But at the same time, too, we all kind of figured that in the beginning. With. We thought, wait, these two obviously have had their pinnacle moments. She had her, I mean, her pinnacle moment as a character, her arc ended 
in the last episode. Mm-hmm. What, what she does from here on out, we knew was going to play a significant factor, but I think we all kind of thought at this point, or at least that I thought, is she's she going to die. She had played her role. She had made the heel turn, or the mm-hmm. wrestling term, a heel turn. She made her <laughs> evil turn, and I thought, well, this is this is as far as it makes because, like any kind of horror movie or any kind of just in entertainment in general, when someone has their peak moment before we get to the end, you know they're not going to make it all the way. <laughs> and especially this may not have been a horror movie. It still had more death than a regular zombie movie would. It, or at least you saw more. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I wish, and I have a feeling it, it will be different kind of in this way. A lot of this season, after episode three, The Long Night, I felt if I looked at the season like a book, episode three would have probably been chapter 35, and chapter 45 would have been the final moments and and John killing Danny and stuff. So I think with with it being three it episodes prior, it just felt like, you know, the whole time I was expecting White Walkers to, to come back in some fashion. Um, and I would have really liked to see the Night King, Danny, Cersei, and John in the Red Keep, like basically coming down to that final moment instead of it just being Danny and John. Well, the way they only... I can't say the way they've done it. I've interpreted it as it's almost been like a rat race. Who's going to carry that? Who's going to scratch and claw? Who's going to make that move? Who's going to backstab that one person that's going to get them that far ahead? And I didn't get that. I didn't get the ruthlessness. And I, though I thought we got a lot bits and pieces of it throughout the season, I think the ruthlessness, the ruthless, the ruthless aggression that we would get, I mean, with like the Red Wedding, it was just a massacre. And, mm-hmm. and, they made it feel so big and above. And when you look at episode three and you look how dark it was and how hard it was to see, and I understand, well, we meant for it to be dark. Well, there's also dragons flying, so we can't lighten it a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but it's that point where in like episode five where everything was so bright. They overexposed everything. You yeah. could see everything. <laughs> I could see three blocks over as I saw the guy get his head chopped off. <laughs> it was... We, there wasn't that consistency, but even in those battle sequences, I thought they were great battle sequences, but I mm-hmm. thought they missed a little something. I yeah. thought the... I felt more in episode three, you know, the peril that everybody was in, but the magic kind of disappeared for me when everybody lived. Yeah, and I think I if thought, more people would have died. I thought if you could... More main characters. You have some B characters die there, you have a couple of A characters die in episode five. That makes what happens in episode six so. And it, it's we're here. There's we're a, at the there's end. There's a stronger emotional emotional connection there's to a it. Motivation I think. to it though. It was to me. It's like letting the balloon, all the air out of the balloon after episode three. It was like this great battle sequences, and we we felt like we weren't going to win, and then we magically won, and it was like. We've got nothing left. And I kind of feel like the gas tank ran out there. The character development was still there. Mm-hmm. But I feel we literally, we ran on E, ran on E, ran on E, we're at zero, and now we ran out right as we turned that last block. And that's kind of how I feel with the last episode. Went. I thought it was good. But I feel like they almost like, we don't know what else to do. Like, how do we, how do, we do this crazy, but we want to make it smart? And I felt they tried to go this more smart and rational surpri- approach. And... and- and surprising in a sense, like yeah, I think I but think the shock value that we've seen with everything else, even when someone, like we'll go back to last week, 
again with Daenerys doing that turn that no one saw coming even though it hmm. was foreshadowed I mean for years yeah it was almost there was so much shadowing in it it was like the Independence Day you know when the aliens come in like right. there was that much shadow in it <laughs> but to me we knew that and I just saw those bits and pieces that's what made it not feel as well this this season felt was good felt like a TV show versus before where you felt like you were following the novel and you were getting that just those details of that were coming from a book that you know you wouldn't get any other way that's kind of I, I think that's, I mean, yes, there are things that perhaps could have been done differently in this season or in this season and last season, uh, but at the same time, it is limited. Like, yes, they could have done a season nine, sure, but at that point, you're dragging out the inevitable, and you can only, like, I would have liked to see an episode where Danny is trying to quote-unquote liberate these other places and you know maybe start with winterfell i would have loved an internal struggle though i would love to see the internal power struggle i felt like she was just like i'm good i'm good i'm good fuck this i'm bad and it just there was no struggle it was just like oh well i flipped and though you had that moment when she's sitting on the dragon after the bells have rung you could tell she's gonna do it the entire way and I'm not saying that's her fault for giving off because that's what they want her to do. They want her mm-hmm. to portray the, the turn. They want everybody to feel that. But at the same time, too, you could see it on her face. You knew the moment she stopped, she go, oh, they're all dead. And I felt that way. As soon as I saw it, I go, oh, she's not stopping. And I think a lot of people felt that, even though everybody seemed to be so surprised about it. I just thought an internal struggle would have been great. I think seeing more John's fish out of water coming from Winterfell you know in coming down to king's landing i thought though yes he's been there before and he'd been there towards the end of the episode and he kind of played a role back there last year i thought coming back this time when he wasn't welcome and things were a lot the the stakes were much higher yeah because it was before it was what's gonna happen if we beat them now it's like we've beat them we've moved on now we're here and it's like a we don't know what to do but then it really felt like okay we really don't know what to do so how do we end this like one one question that I had, and you can make an argument that it was fulfilled in in some way, but Let's see. the Lord of Light bringing John back was that you know all just so that he could, because in that overall battle, yes, he didn't do much. Granted, he was stuck for most of it in the Long Night, but I felt like there was no no logical reason why he came back. Other than just to bring people together, which he did do, but there's some still some questions that, and I think it's maybe be maybe because the books aren't there. I, I would love a Jon Snow series because I feel like the, the the parts that would follow this would be so big and so massive that mm-hmm. I would follow his life because I think it was so interesting, and we're to the point now where it's over and done with, and we didn't. I felt you think you're right. His story arc didn't quite get the the way that we wanted to and i just you're right if they revived him i I feel like it was just like it was wasted if he would have died again i would have rather it had been permanent because watching him go back though i know that's kind of the way he started and it's such a far callback i think there's better ways i think having him you know be close to both the man he knew growing up, Ned Stark, and also the dad that he didn't know. I think that would have been a nice blend in kind of the middle versus just kind of 
hey, we don't know what we're going to do. We're just going to call back to the original because that's the easiest thing to do, and mm-hmm. that's what happened. It was just felt like, an, oh, there's this door right here. Let's just move you throughout. And I felt they took Tyrion's character serious, and I thought having him and his... Oh, he stole this episode. Oh, he, this absolutely. Peter Dinklage stole this entire episode, hands down. He makes you feel... Not in just and let's go from the beginning of that episode from the moment that he you you see Jamie's hand and you see him uncover his family and just get hit with bricks against him. He goes through a lot of emotion. He goes through anger. He goes through the shame. Numbness, but the numbness walking through the castle and he asks uh, he John and Davos Davos are standing there and they go do you do want no you want to see men no I'm good by myself and I yeah. thought that was really interesting but just that heartbreaking moment and then. I think if there was a moment to cheer, it was when he took the pin off and, and just no threw it down the stairs. And, and I was like, "This is either when you, I mean, this is your, this is the moment. You know, if your if your character lives from this moment, he's gonna live the rest of the show. If he dies, he's gonna die right in this moment. There's there's mm-hmm. no way around it. Yeah, and and he has an affinity for I, prisons at this point. But I loved how they ended his character, though. I really do. I thought that was the most smart and brilliant way to do it. And I thought that was a brilliant tie-in. That's why I say there, when you have down moments where you wish the moments would have been different with, like, say, Jon Snow or Daenerys, or you wanted to see them end differently, especially with Cersei. You want to see a different death. It was kind of nice on this end to see the other characters, the B characters, which I believe he he's definitely an A character, but he spent his time as a B character, and he's kind of moved throughout. So you just see him as such a, an integral part of the show that watching his arc towards the end I thought was fantastic he makes you cry he like he makes you feel but you just go and you go wow like the end scene when they're sitting and they're setting everything up mm-hmm. you know as like a democracy for the first time I thought that was very interesting well which wasn't they shot down democracy but you know his whole monologue I thought yeah absolutely stole the show well one thing that that this season didn't really have a lot of is that magical side like kind of leading up it hasn't it hasn't been like thrown at your face magic like melisandre you know the little things that she did there wasn't a whole lot of the the magic that kind of helps build that game of thrones world like yes bran kind of they they disappeared relied on the dragon they did they relied on those two dragons until it was one and then it was three or when we got all three on screen at once then it Mm -hmm. went down to one and Uh, i get it i do and and as far as the like drogon melting the iron throne i thought that was it was a very interesting moment because watching it a second time i realized like obviously dragons are highly intelligent so yeah and and i imagine there's some type of small connection in some way, whether it be from Danny in reference to John or a connection to John because he's a Targaryen. But Drogon understands that it wasn't John's fault. Like, yes, he may have killed her, but it was the throne that overall drove her back. And he wanted to destroy the throne. And what what better way to end the Game of Thrones than to end the throne? That would have been a better final scene. You know what I mean? I would have rather left it on there than just having him go up because I thought that was a bunch of waste of time. But then again, with a show like this where they want it to be an hour and a half and they want to push that time because they want to make it spectacular, I felt like you just kind of wasted, you know, that little bit. You mm-hmm. know, they just wasted a good part of the episode. I, I like seeing Tyrion run or walk through the city and kind of 
see that. And Con- I liked contemplate seeing, the and, and I liked seeing. Okay, cool. We know Jamie and them are dead. And then I liked seeing how, where Danny went. But then I liked kind of seeing where John went. But I liked seeing where other characters like Davos went. I ended like um, I like I also liked seeing so many <laughs> other dudes. I know it's, it's so bad. <laughs> my bad. My phone's just going crazy. Uh, no, but there's just all those B characters I liked seeing wrapped up. I I don't know when it comes to. Well, let's put it this way. Let me give you an ultimatum because I know you have two favorite shows or you have two shows that you highly like. This one that we watched together and also Sons of Anarchy. Now, Sons, I thought was more poetic, but I don't believe really gave as much justice as I really wanted to throughout the show and I felt thought it felt a lot. Him, you know, arms crossed going into the semi. Perfect. I, I, can, I can live with that. I just thought they ended it kind of like the way they always do it. Just like, this time you're not getting out and it was the same ploy that we always had but I I, I, I still love Sons of, Sons of Anarchy but I have my issues with it as well too mm-hmm. well and then the where thing with you, Sons is you, it's... where do you rank those in between like where you, at the end of the day where are you going to put Game of Thrones and, in terms of your your shows the shows that you watch not not all time what people think out of the shows that you watch because you have a ton of good ones that are in there as well too what where do you put this Game of Thrones it's I think it's difficult to fully be able to put it into place because yes they love supernatural yes i love the flash um no but i'm talking like in shows that have ended now we're not talking i'm not talking what what might happen like say arrow ends next year i'm talking like shows that have ended yeah, like how i met your mother we know you didn't like and we know with while we're talking about game of thrones now you know there's i i rank it as it's not the worst is it in my top 10 probably not but is it somewhere where it's going to be down the bottom to me I like the show so much that the end of this series or this telling of it doesn't ruin it because my my argument is people say the show's so long now you know what happens now you can go and spot everything and I think that makes that second watch so much more I think it's going to make a second mm-hmm. watch for a lot of people more enjoyable the Game of Thrones isn't over and it's nor is it going to be over I think it's another one of those where we're going to see it for the next, you know, five, ten years because people are going to want to see it. We're going to get spinoffs. But a show like this doesn't go away very easily. And Breaking Bad, it took years for it to go away. And it's still, as soon as someone talks about it, it, it arises again. It lights again. up. Just and like when uh, they're making the movie. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm excited. Once Jesse Pinkman, a.k.a., mm-hmm. you know, once he's done in the Westworld world, which, by the way, that trailer looks awesome great. and crazy and I, I have no break, idea what's going we on we will break that down another day because I still have not finished all of season 2 mm-hmm. I, I obviously I know more things happen and we're past I think I'm like I think I'm 5 or 6 episodes in so we're past the point of like the chaos that's already yeah. happened but I'm not quite there to where that point is but I like seeing that whole other world that's out there I thought that was crazy but that as far was... as Game of Thrones finale I'd, I'd put it in my top 10 I, I don't know where it would sit in that top 10 but I think as far as endings go, it makes sense that they finally came up with some type of democratic system to a point instead of, like, like Tyrion said, sons of kings are terrible. And I think it would make sense going forward for Bran to train the next king as a three-eyed raven. Because when it comes down to it, Bran would make the best king because one... He's not in it for the power. No. He's in it for the realm. He's in it for the history. He knows the history. He knows what to do, what not to do, what has and hasn't worked. 
and he he's there. How come you can't find someone like that today? Right, no. Jesus. Someone and, that who cares about the history and just cares about making the right. You know that that's mm-hmm. that's what I loved about him. And though he had his smart ass comment, where he why do you think I came him? here? Because we pushed you here, which is my favorite <laughs> yeah. meme. Because we fucking pushed you here in the wheelchair. Like I, that, that, that was hilarious. But no, I, I get it. I mean, it, it has its problems, but I respect the show a lot as a top ten. And then this is gonna be very unpopular, and I don't care. I was a huge Entourage fan. I know people don't like it. it you can call it Sex in the City for guys. I don't care. <laughs> I thought it had as I thought it had more of a fan service ending than I thought this did, and that's just a shitty HBO show. You know what I mean? Though it ran as many seasons and everything like that, to me, with what they've done, I liked it. But it was, I don't know. It's it, you know, it's if you were to have walked into Endgame and gotten you know you were disappointed by it which it was very hard for people to have done but it's one of those where it's you know i didn't walk away and go man because it's hard to end something that has become basically part of people's lives like for 10 years it's like a decade but but then again you have that with supernatural too that's been going on even longer yeah just shows like that in general I mean, you can go old people side and go like NCIS if you want to go like shows that have run. I think NCIS is still fucking going too. But everybody, every demographic has that certain show. Mm -hmm. Superhero shows are still so very new that we haven't gotten anything to that point yet. Yeah, we had Smallville, but I'm talking before the resurgence where everything has to be so by the book. It has to be from this comic book or this writer or this Mm -hmm. or that and the other thing. And people can't enjoy anything anymore. That's why when I came into this, I just watched the episodes. I watched them twice. I watched them with, you know, I watched them once. Watched them the day that we would do a podcast, by, you know, behind the behind the scenes here. Yeah. But I enjoyed it because it took two or three episodes. I was lost for the first two or three episodes. And those last three episodes, I knew everybody and I knew everything the way it was going. But that's what happens. People who say, well, you know, I didn't watch any other show or I haven't watched it in a while. Like I have. If you pay attention to the episode, they give you everything that you still need. Mm-hmm. Still, the show is still good. So no matter if you, you just have to pay attention. Once, yeah. I mean, if if you've never watched and you watch season eight, you'd be lost. But if you've watched it only once, they do a really good job of trying to call back. Now, are there deep cuts? Yes. This is, I will give Game of Thrones that credit. They are the most deep cut show ever because they were the one that brought back more hardcore things than like a Marvel movie or a, yeah. a comic movie. They, they really set calling stuff back from episode two. You know, they, they really set the t- decade for TV like, in that sense. Like, and to me, they in that way they've done their their job and their difference, and that's what makes it good. Whether or not you and I, not you and I, but the people together liked it or didn't like it, doesn't mean one thing or, or not to me because they've done their job. You talked about it. You want to go back and rewatch it. You still watched it the first time. That's all that matters. They got you talking, and that's what makes this successful. Yeah, and yeah, it it's hard to to really do a finale that everybody's gonna like because a finale is a finale in itself is the end of something, and in doing that, you're gonna have people who are mad because one, especially in something like this where there was so much theorizing before the season even began. To come down to John goes north of the wall, Bran becomes king. These are things that people weren't expecting. And they were really, you know, you spent eight seasons, almost ten years with Daenerys. And then she makes that turn. And just because people don't like it, they don't think that it's part of her character. But that's the thing is, everybody changes. You and I have changed. You and I have been friends for ten years. We've changed a lot. People change in ten years. 
but there was so much foreshadowing that this was going to happen. This to me, this wasn't a left field. This wasn't even right. close. If you would have paid any attention, that more people do instead of being pissed off uh, online with not you, but you know, people are so busy wanting to be pissed off about the show. If you looked, the the foreshadowing was there with her turn, and we could see everything that John wanted to do. And though it didn't turn out, he did what he said he was going to do, or what we thought was going to happen mm-hmm. in theorizing. Everything happened because we didn't think of the fallout, and that's the way it happened. That's the way it happened. So, overall, I'm happy with Game of Thrones. I'm glad we got to stick along with it. You know, for I think as long for as we did. I think for what we got, it was satisfying enough. Martin said that it was going to be bittersweet, and that's exactly how I felt. I wasn't mad that Bran got on the throne. No, I was actually I wasn't, very excited. I wasn't mad that Sansa's like, well, the North is going to be its own independent kingdom. It was a little weird when he's like, ruler of the Six Kingdoms, and he just looks over at Sansa, and it's like, yes, no finale is going to hit everybody's expectations, but that's compromise. I mean, I think it compromised well, and I think, though the fans may not have liked it, and there's, what, a million signatures to get rechanged, I will, we're rewatching again. I still enjoyed it. I will continue to enjoy it, and it's still I'm, Game I'm, of Thrones. I'm still Game of. It's still Game of Thrones. It's still HBO. I'm HBO doesn't. You know, I don't shy away from them as a network. They've proven to do new good things, and like right now, I'm currently still watching Chernobyl, mm-hmm. which I will watch on my plane ride this week. Yeah. Um, but that's another one of those where they're doing good things still. Barry's out there and being very successful, and that's a great show. That just and, ended as well, the and same so Sunday. There's so many great things going on. So we've got a lot to look forward to, but I'm glad we got to sit down and yes. do this and have about a half an hour podcast that I thought was more fun than... Doing it over Skype? Yeah, doing it so much more over Skype. So Now I have to see your actual face. I know. Your beautiful face. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Well, I'll be back down hopefully sometime in August so we can do something then too. Absolutely. So I would love that. And then that way we can we can do more because we've got some movies that are still coming out. I mean, we're right in the, the middle of the summer run. I would like to see Detective Pikachu. Um, I had it spoiled for me. I haven't, so don't say anything. Um, well, that doesn't surprise me. And it's not like I could be like, shut the fuck up, kid. But We've got a lot planned. So we just wanted to make sure. I think hopefully this sounds good and everything came out great. But if it doesn't, well, you'll we'll return hear. to Skype next yeah, week. You'll never hear it. You'll never hear it like this. <laughs> so, but I had a great time. Thank I you. did too. So we'll get back to our regular scheduled program next week. I think we're going to be talking. Well, in this Memorial probably talking weekend, John so Wick and John Wick. I would like to talk. Um, we really we've lost lost track of. Uh, Avengers, Twi- yeah, Avengers, Twilight Zone. I mean, there's a couple things that are just around in our in our current lives that we haven't got a chance to really talk about. So, and so much going on. To, I think next week's going to be the, our catch up episode. I think we're going to just kind of lay in, um, be prepared because we're going to have a nice. It's going to be just after Memorial Day. I, we're, I'd like to make a push for some of the summer movies, but for right now, I think uh, we're done with Game of Thrones. And uh, I mean, we have to move on. The world, you have to move on. With that being said, I am B. Frank. And I'm Travis. And we are Worth the Admission. See you next week. Take care.